Thank you for listening to the Tatnus Podcast on the Tatnus Co. Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. A Mercedes kind of sentiment, luxury, and trust in me to honor the free we all should be in. See my son's outburst into yin and yang, right? And that's me and you. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Tatnus Podcast. Thanks for waiting for us, man. It's been a minute, been busy, as I've announced before with everything going on with the filming of the documentary and shit. Uh, the schedule's a bit fucked up with both the show and the documentary, so it kind of, when the documentary went off schedule because of certain issues that obviously we had no control over, we had to kind of put the show on hold a little bit to get caught up on the documentary schedule. But uh, the good news is that a few people have seen just a, a short clip of it just to kind of see what's going on and why it's taken so long and why the show's been kind of on hold for a little bit. And the response has been awesome. Everyone fucking said it's really heavy, but they love it. They can't wait to see the actual full thing when it comes out. So that's great. Mm -hmm. And the good news is in the next four weeks or so, we should have everything caught up on schedule and almost ready for release. So that's fucking nice. And in totally unrelated news, I think I have an unhealthy addiction to Red Bull. <laughs> yep. It's I, fucking good. It's good. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I used to love the sugar-free Red Bull, but then I found out there was aspartame in it, and I'm like, ugh, no thank you. Yeah, that's garbage. No. And hey, the good thing is, you can get a sweet deal at Costco. It seems like a lot, but it was on sale last time I checked, so... Thank you. <laughs> I just love the fact that I'm filming on the beach and I got my fucking Red Bull supply with me, so that helped. Because mm -hmm. it was hotter than a motherfucker, man. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know. For the, the our homies over in the U.S., I don't know what temperature it would have been for y'all because you do things differently. But for us, the shit was like 32 degrees, man, in Celsius. So who knows what the fuck that is. Uh, don't ask me to convert that. I'm terrible at math. I mean, it'd probably be maybe, I don't know, over close to 100 degrees Fahrenheit. I'm taking a wild guess here. Hot enough to make your balls stick to your leg. Let's just put it that <laughs> way. Thanks for the visual. No worries. That's mm. what I do. So, you know, the filming has been going pretty good. Uh, like I said, we ran into some issues that we don't have control over. And people kind of not being reliable and whatever. I've already talked about that. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, no worries. Fuck them. You know? And uh, we move on. We move forward. And we got things under control. So it's just a matter of getting, like, a lot of filming done. Yeah. And editing and all that great shit. And I th I'm pretty happy with what's going on. So. Oh, absolutely. Especially, you know, the producers and editors. Um, we've gotten hold of a better program. And what a difference, like, good software makes, you know? Well, I mean, you know, all the editing and all the bullshit that everyone's doing, I love it. It's, uh, you know, things have been changed up and um, people are doing what they got to do. Mm -hmm. So that's all that matters. And uh, the location and everything else, uh, locations and, you know, getting old footage out of the deal and putting it in is pretty cool. Kind of seeing some stuff again for the first time in a long time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know... It is what it is. Absolutely. And uh, kind of incorporating now the new film studio that Tatnus Co. owns and runs and operates has kind of been fun. Mm -hmm. you know? um, I'm learning a lot of shit. So that's fun. And I hope that that expands just like everything else has. 
and it'll be cool, I think. A lot of new projects ahead. Absolutely. I mean, you started, um, you got back onto Xbox Live, I've seen, and you're trying out new different games, um, Friday the 13th and uh, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, dude. I've been in my spare time, which, uh, you know, with filming and everything, is kind of hard to come by. Mm -hmm. But I was putting that out there on social media that any fans that want to play on Xbox Live, um, I put up a poll as to what people would actually want to play with me more. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight. They're both fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, Friday the 13th is fun as shit. Oh, God, it is. I remember um, I got it when it first came out, and I remember telling you, I'm like, I don't like this. It was it was really buggy. I mean, a lot of new things come without its issues and that, and they released a lot of patches and updates and that, and it's quite fun. I mean, I personally, I haven't tried Dead by Daylight myself, but I've seen you play Friday the 13th, and I played it myself, and it is fun. Just so you guys know, um, I have this fucked up habit when I play Friday the 13th. I straight up bully Jason. <laughs> I do. It's not cool. But I just, I chase him down. I hunt him instead, and I just beat him with weapons and shit and help people survive or get away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just form a mob and we just pick on this poor fucker. <laughs> Well, apparently, I didn't know this, but you told me you can kill Jason in this game. It's like a 12-step convoluted thing. You have to go through a lot of bullshit, and there's so many things that just have to be a certain way. I mean, somebody has to be brought in as Tommy. Somebody has to either escape or die in order for that to happen. You have to retrieve the sweater. It has to be a female counselor that grabs it and wears it, and fucking it's a whole lot of dumb shit. And I'll probably never get that accomplished. I've seen it done, though. I've had it happen to me as Jason. What the fuck is that about? Oh, God. So I guess they all ganged up and bullied me for a change, and I wouldn't have it any other way. So, <laughs> Well, I guess you'd have to have a good team assembled. So let's say you're playing with people you know, and then you could probably get it. I mean, you probably get a, a diamond achievement on Xbox uh, or yeah. PlayStation, whatever. I get a lot of the diamond achievements on Xbox. Mm. Fucking Your show off. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just happen to get them. So. I, well, hey, I mean, one thing I love to personally do when I play games is go for the achievements. I'm an achievement hunter myself, and I know you are too. Yeah, I just literally just beat Resident Evil 2 Remake and... Uh, on the second playthrough, so I beat the game twice <laughs> so far and got the true ending and all that cool shit, and um, that was a lot of fun. Yeah? Who did you like playing better as, Leon or Claire? I gotta say Claire. Yeah? Because that tyrant fuck is getting on my last nerves, <laughs> following you around everywhere, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Oh, so it, you see, I think Leon got bullied quite a bit in the remake eh yeah it was a lot of bullshit like i found claire was favored and they made things a lot easier for her mm-hmm. you know in a couple of uh ways because what didn't really work for me in terms of like uh credibility uh or consistency was a lot of the shit leon has to do claire already does it on her playthrough oh yeah so it's like why the fuck would i have to do the exact same thing that she already had to do yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But then they have points where you can see what she's done, and, you know, so you know you're in the vicinity of where she's been and all this, and it's like, it doesn't make sense. How do you pick and choose, like, fucking what to keep consistent, and then it's like, no, now Leon has to do the same thing she already had to do. 
You know what I mean? Because the gameplay is supposed to be continuing after Claire's playthrough. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. It just didn't make much sense to me, but I guess I'm nitpicking. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they got to keep it exciting. If you have too much done by one character and there's nothing left for the other one, what's the point? Well, you can change up what the other character has to do. True. You know what I mean? But, I don't know. It is what it is. It was still fun. Mm -hmm. I still beat it, and it was awesome. I love that game. Oh, yeah. I love the... Uh, I, I think I love the remake more than the original. Really? Yeah. Well, I know it definitely has come a long way. I mean... The controls, yeah. The controls, yeah. The graphics, the stories, yeah. and they definitely added more to the remakes. I remember um, in the original one, when you play as Sherry... Her mission was just trash. Yeah, it was uh, kind of nerve-wracking. It was. Uh, no weapons whatsoever and having to just run. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they did more work with it on this one. It was a lot more fun, more interesting, more story to it, really. Mm-hmm. And they still got the same point across. The same story was told. It was just more in-depth, I find. Yeah. So, I really dig it. Yeah. I, I loved it. Absolutely. I mean, hey, that just goes to show how far uh, technology and video games has progressed and how you can take a classic and make it better. But let's face it, some things should never probably be touched in video games. Like, we'll say like Super Mario Brothers, there's always going to be that classic touch and you don't want to like remake it. That's just my opinion, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. Like I said, we discussed this before. Uh, people complaining about remakes of things and it's like, dude, honestly... I understand why people get salty when something is remade and it's different from what you are into mm -hmm. or what you're familiar with. Like, I get pissy about the remake of, like, the newer Ninja Turtles and shit like that, and it, I just get salty about it. But at the same time, it, it's a passing thing for me because I know that ultimately, if you love something, you have to let it be remade because then it keeps it alive for future generations to kind of hear you know carry it on mm -hmm. and it's going to evolve like i said look how many fucking different uh dracula stories there are for the movies and, and different versions and you know what i mean but it keeps it alive so nightmare on elm street is going to be the same thing mm -hmm. whether people like it or not halloween will be the same thing they want the longevity that's why it will never fucking die ninja turtles same thing still around will be around forever you know, because it keeps reinventing itself, and the story's going to keep changing. And then you never know. Maybe a bunch of years will pass, and they'll go back to making something so much like the original for people that are, you know, much younger, and uh, kind of get them into what the original was. I like the first Ninja Turtles movie the best, because it was really dark. Mm -hmm. It was kind of grimy, you know what I mean? And it was just dark, kind of like the comics were. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. Um, like you're saying, the when the comics came out, they were more of a darker tone, and then the toys kind of, and the cartoon lightened up the mood. Right, right. I guess so it could appeal more to children, because that's where the market that, was. Yeah, that's what they had to do. Yeah. Um, but the movie was dark, and I loved it, mm -hmm. even though the cartoon was quite the opposite. And I saw the cartoon long before the movie came out, and then shortly after the movie came out, and it was like, holy shit. <laughs> and, um... I thought that was really cool that uh, they made it a little more adult in mm -hmm. a way. And I liked it, man. Mm -hmm. That's what I liked about it. And then the second one got too comedic. It, it did. You know what I mean? It's still good, but... I th They toned down the violence for sure. Wasn't there, like, um, complaints that there was too much uh, fighting in that? Well, the complaint actually came from the woman that played April O'Neil. 
She, really? Yeah, she didn't like it because people were getting hurt on set, apparently. Oh. Yeah, a lot of them were, like, not very well-paid stunt people from, like, Japan and shit that oh. were literally getting injured on set due to the violence and things of that nature. And it just seemed like an unsafe workplace, and she kind of criticized it. And then they never asked her to come back for the second one, probably, because she was vocal. Mm-hmm. And she said they probably felt I was a little pushy or some shit, you know, but I just felt strongly that, you know... Well, there's nothing wrong with that, having a strong stance on the safeties of of others. Right. So I just thought, you know, she had every right to speak up if people are getting hurt. Not that she was getting hurt, but other people were. And she just thought it was kind of fucked up. You know, they're getting injured. They're not getting paid enough for that shit. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, benefits for them or anything like or that. Or health insurance, nothing. Right. So it just seemed fucked up. Yeah. But uh, it's such a great fucking movie, though. It, it, it was. I will say to you, again, with the second one, you notice they don't use their weapons as much. Probably the same reason. Yeah. I think it had a lot to do with all sorts of shit. Um, mm-hmm. And they wanted to make it more child-friendly. Yeah. So, but... Um, I think, it, you know, like I said, remakes are why things carry on. Mm-hmm. Because then it doesn't get stale. The story changes a little bit. People have their own interpretations of it. And I think that's all right. I think that, uh, you know, that's necessary to keep things going on forever. We don't want these things to be forgotten, no. you know. Um, Absolutely not. I mean, it makes it for each generation's own version it's like telling a story a classic story like a fairy tale in each different interpretation but i have to say though i did notice uh actually the other day they're remaking twister i don't know why i i don't get it uh, just lack of ideas i guess or maybe uh, they want to see it with you know the more modern technology and cgi at all the fuck mm-hmm. but who, who knows maybe. i mean i never saw twister <laughs> But the only thing I know is the frigging cows flying in the air. Maybe Michael Bay will remake it and the flying cows will, like, explode. Oh, God. Fucking stupid. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, enough about fucking movies. I have fallen in love with shrooms. Mm. <laughs> and I wanted to get into that because I think there's a lot of misconceptions about shrooms that people need to chill the fuck out on. And I think it's funny that... Um, people trip out that I, you know, all through high school, I waited till I was 37 to fucking do shrooms. <laughs> and people are probably like, what the fuck? Um, it is what it is, bro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm glad I did, to be honest. Yeah. Because then you respect it and you treat it properly because in high school you're a fucking idiot that just wants to do drugs and shit. And, you know, I was never a drug guy. But you just want to do shrooms and shit like that. And I don't find shrooms to be a drug, just like weed. It's a fucking plant. So I don't fucking buy into that label of drugs when it comes to natural things like that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not to mention they're not harmful. They're actually beneficial. Yeah. If you look it up, shrooms are actually the safest substance you can consume. Really? Yes. More so than marijuana? Absolutely. Because, you know, as safe as weed is, you're still smoking the shit. It's Mm -hmm. still smoke going to your lungs. So if you're using papers and shit, you're burning that fucking white bleached paper. Mm -hmm. You know, um, bongs would be much safer anyway. Or pipes. Yeah. But uh, anyways, shrooms are the safest substance that you can fucking get into. And there's actually evidence proving that 
taking small doses of shrooms regularly, like not every single fucking day, but a few times, can actually start the ball rolling on curing things like anxiety, depression, and OCD. So I think that's pretty cool. It fucking they actually help to mend and repair damaged brain cells. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, and shrooms, they're fungi, and that's part of the earth, and they've been used in, um, is it a lot in uh, Native American cultures? Absolutely. Uh, psilocybin, um, what else, other components are there of shrooms? Well, I mean, that's the big one. That's, it, that's the main chemical component. Exactly. So, I make shroom tea, I do the whole, like, in lemon juice thing, let them sit for 20 minutes, and uh, it really acts as as if it's stomach acid right and it extracts the uh the chemical that you want and then you make your tea and you let it sit for 10 minutes and then bingo you are fucking on your way to a good time mm-hmm. um and like i said it's not like getting drunk or whatever it's uh it, it's a different fucking thing it's a trip of a different nature it's something to be respected and i think it's very crazy that shrooms have a way of knowing if you're not taking them seriously, if you're not respecting them, because if you try, and I know people are laughing, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Trust me. <laughs> if you fucking do shrooms with the intent of just getting fucked up, you're probably going to have a bad time. Mm. You have to set, like, an intent on uh, what you want out of it, and that's what you'll get. So do not fucking do shrooms if you're, like, super depressed or heartbroken because you're going through a breakup or some bullshit or you just lost some people that mean a lot to you and just, you know, things are not going your fucking way. Mm-hmm. Because shrooms will exacerbate what you're feeling. Oof. It will just step that shit up to 11. And uh, so you you want to set an intent and just kind of... I, I think the best intent is to go into it saying, I want to understand things more. Because it will open your mind completely. And it kills ego, man. And it makes you realize that no matter what you do, no matter what you've accomplished in life, no matter how big of a fucking deal you think you may be, um, and no matter how great you've managed to accomplish a lot of shit, at the end of the day, man, you're just a small piece of the puzzle in the world. Um, We all are. We're all just playing our part, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it really lets you know that you're connected to everything so and everyone. So it really kind of brings you into a good mindset of, like, being connected to people. You're not so quick to lash out at people or be a dick. You know what I mean? You're more mm-hmm. understanding. And if you fucking really hit it hard enough, dude, you could actually feel people's, like, pain when they go through something or their frustration as if it's you going through it you feel it like it's yours too and i know that sounds like really hokey or whatever but i'm serious dude it really connects you to everything and you just are so empathetic and you just feel everything that other people feel around you because you're so connected to everyone and everything and you just love everything you just want to you know understand more and open your mind and I love that um, you know uh, like I often said people don't listen to understand people listen to respond and I fucking hate that mm. and I caught you doing it too motherfucker yes you did I pulled the old fast one on you <laughs> to prove that point point. and what did I ask you um 
You don't even remember, do you? Oh, you got me on the spot. <laughs> I asked you, what is heavier, a pound of feathers or a pound of cement? Oh, for fuck's sake. And the first thing you did was jump on what you thought was the obvious. Which... Cement. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen to me again. And then you're like, oh, feathers, because there'd be more of it. And I'm like, you're not listening to understand. You're listening to respond. Now let me say this very slowly, and you listen carefully. What is heavier, a pound of cement or a pound of feathers? And then it clicked. Oh, fuck. You said a pound of each. Therefore, they're equal. But you weren't listening to understand, were you? No. You were just listening to fucking respond, and you were just selective about what you heard. And that pisses me off when people do that, because... Mm. That's why there's so many arguments. Yeah. People don't listen to understand where someone's coming from. They just take it on as an adversarial conversation where they're just listening long enough to pick out what they want to attack. You know, like you said this, so I'm going to focus on those points and respond to only that. You're not understanding what the person's saying or what, you know, where they're coming from. You're just listening enough to attack the key points that they presented you with. Rather than understand those points, you just want to be combative. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that's the problem with social media and people is nobody wants to listen to understand. Everybody wants to just respond and be right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. There's no such thing anymore as healthy debates because people have to resort to name calling towards strangers on the internet. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, you're absolutely right. And people don't tend to listen to other people's uh, opinions or so point of view they just jump right into it like you're wrong and i'm right so fuck you basically right i love it when they do that and they're both completely way off base oh, yeah. that's extra funny mm. it's like y'all are sitting there calling each other names on the internet and it's like i know the subject you're talking about i've researched it and mm -hmm. you're both fucking wrong <laughs> so who's the idiot now eh it's, it's just funny to me that mm. uh they get so salty and so worked up over something, and neither one of them are even right. Ugh. You know? It's like, maybe research before you Jump throw opinions at everything, yeah. right? But anyways, shrooms, I find, are amazing. Because they enhance everything. I, and... Oh, yeah. so? oh, sorry. I say, I have to agree. I find, like, I'm just so immersed in what I'm doing. Like, I was actually watching How I Met Your Mother on Netflix, and I was just so into what was going on. Like nothing else mattered i just focused on that i felt like i was there it, it was so crazy it's really cool because it again and i know what you're talking about um because that show can get pretty heavy mm -hmm. and emotional at times oh yeah i know it's, and i guess i don't know which episode it was i guess it was when uh robin and barney were getting married it was like you know and i was like oh my god just so into it and i was just like freaking out because i was just so into the story and immersed it's such a good fucking show dude it is you actually got me into it right i remember being on the air when i was still at home we had cable and i you know, just like whatever it was there it wasn't some, one of my go-to's but my god it's just when i had some shroom tea and i watched it i was like holy crap i'm so immersed and i was just like invested like so heavily emotionally invested in these characters Shrooms will do that, man. Like I said, it makes you connected to fucking everything. Mm -hmm. Literally everything that comes your way. And you just understand things more. 
and it really changes your mood in the long term like not just while you're on them Mm -hmm. that's the difference between weed and shrooms is fucking shrooms have a lasting effect Mm -hmm. so you'll start watching your temper a little more and watching how you address things a little more you become more conscious of yourself Mm -hmm. and uh you understand more and you're just kind of like you know you're, you're more chill because you have an understanding. Don't overcomplicate life. It really comes down to simple things, man. If you would want something a certain way, other people probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So if you wouldn't want someone biting your fucking head off, don't do it to other people. There you go. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want people to disregard what you're saying you feel, then listen to other people when they're telling you how they feel. And don't attack them in self-defense because you think they're wrong. No one's wrong if they're fucking hurt by something you say or do. Period. Yeah. So to tell someone they're wrong for feeling a certain way, you're you're fucking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The only thing you can control is the fact that you maybe didn't intend to make them feel that way, but they fucking feel that way because you fucking made them feel that way. You have no business telling somebody that they don't feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't tell somebody, oh, you're not hurt by me doing that fuck you you can say i didn't intend to hurt you and i apologize but you can't fucking say oh you're not hurt like how the fuck do you know what someone feels Mm -hmm. and shrooms will fucking kind of sort people out that do that shit yeah it really makes you kind of aware of things a little more yeah i don't know that's my experience man Uh, and that's kind of what it's known for I mean, I noticed it, too. I was definitely more in tune with what was going on around me and other people, you know? I just think it really unlocks that part of your brain where you're just more aware and conscious. And like you said, you go in with good intent. Like, I before I consumed it, I was like, I want to understand. I want to be more open-minded. And that's what I got. And I respected the substance. Well, you have to, man. Oh, absolutely. So important. And... I just felt everything that other people are feeling around me just so connected. It was just crazy. Yeah, and animals are really cool when you're on that shit because you just love them and they tend to be uh, affectionate. And that's what you need at that time, especially. You just feel so connected to everything, so, like, you love everything. Mm -hmm. So to have, like, you know, say for me, like, having one of my cats or something all affectionate while i'm drinking my tea and i'm just feeling it it's the greatest because i just fucking lay there with them man and they enjoy the the time together you know they lay on me and purr and i'm so enthralled with them being their furs like really soft and you're just petting them and Mm -hmm. so mellow and you know you love your pets man so Mm -hmm. it just makes you feel close to them and uh you know i love animals so (laughs) It is what it is, man. I am the way I am. I love animals. And uh, I'm a big animal guy. <laughs> I, I fucking adore animals. Yeah? I do. I, I fucking think animals are the greatest fucking things, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I know you don't like killing spiders if you don't have to. Uh, well, I mean, I hate spiders. But <laughs> if I'm in nature, man, when I go camping and shit, I don't fuck with nature. Mm-hmm. You it's shouldn't. like, I'm in your territory, so I'm going to coexist. You know what I'm saying? You're not in my house, I'm in yours. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be respectful. 
and I ain't gonna go around killing shit. Mm-hmm. It's just how I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it is what it is. I'm weird like that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You know, I just think that it's proper to be respectful of fucking where you're at. Be mindful. You know. I wouldn't go into someone's home and punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you probably wouldn't get invited back again. So, well, there you go. No, so. like tuna casserole dinners, okay? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, so I'm not gonna go out in nature and just start fucking with animals and and bugs and shit. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. So I love camping. So I mean. It's just how I feel when I'm there. I'm enjoying nature so much. Like, I'm not there to disrupt it. I'm not there to fucking ruin it. Well, it's kind of a dick move if you go out camping and just purposely wreck shit in nature. That's the, you know. Right. Your guest in their home, like you just said, so. I mean, I piss on the occasional tree, if that's disrespectful. (laughs) But (laughs) just giving back to nature, bruh. Just giving a little hydration. Nothing wrong with that. I definitely want to do some shroom tea when I go camping this fucking summer. Oh. And just chill in nature and enjoy the trip. I'm going to take all the sights and sounds that Mother Nature has to offer. Everybody says that's the best, man, is to do your shrooms and go out to the woods, bro. They just love it. They just feel so connected to nature and... uh, it just really mellows you out. And yeah. I'm not some hippie motherfucker, if that's what people are thinking. <laughs> uh, I just think if, if, if it relaxes you mentally, what's wrong with that? The Nothing. Wor- the world's such a fucking stressful place. Oh, God, I know. Yeah, we freak out over the stupidest shit sometimes. We all stress out over hectic bullshit schedules and... Little you know. things we can't control. Man, I find myself sometimes getting a little overwhelmed, you know, with the filming process and everything. And it's like, motherfucker, this is for you. You know, like... People give a fuck enough about you to make a documentary about you and want to see it and all this other shit. Chill the fuck out, you know? Like, look at the point, the big picture. At the end of the day, this is for you, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And you've earned this. So, what are you fucking salty about? So Mm -hmm. what? It's a little bit hectic and, you know, you gotta get the filming done and it's kind of invasive and shit like that and whatever, but Mm -hmm. be grateful that fucking people care. You know? Absolutely. And and don't sweat the small shit. It'll be done and over with, and before you know it, you'll miss it. (laughs) You'll miss the fucking camera in your face and the whole process, and, you know? So, Mm -hmm. I I just try to mellow the fuck out the best I can and just learn to appreciate everything, you know? That's the best thing you can do. Why be stressed and carry that around with you? It's not healthy. No, I I mean, you know, and, and I'm more conscious now, especially after the shrooms, that uh, if I see someone going through some shit, you know, I reach out and let them know they're not alone. And that, uh, you know, you don't want them to fucking do anything crazy. No. And so I reach out and I'm like, hey, you know, just so you know. I mean, I had to tell somebody today, man, that uh, things get rough. But you can't appreciate the good until you go through the bad. Mm-hmm. And I fucking told him, you know, bad times don't last, bad asses do. So just remember that shit. You got this. And things will turn around. And when they do, you'll fucking really appreciate it. Oh, hell yeah. Things happen for a reason, man. And I trust me, if anybody knows fucking going through hard shit and coming out the other side of it, that's why there's a documentary about my ass, man. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, that's the premise of it all. Mm-hmm. So believe me, it's true. It happens. You go through the hard shit, you come out the other side, and things get real fucking good. Oh, absolutely. You know? uh, So, fuck. What do you want, you know? You're going to go through the hard shit. 
you can't avoid it. It's about how you deal with it. Exactly. Everything's a test. I, we go through life's obstacles and challenges to prove that we, you know, we're able to handle things that life throws at us. And there's always an award at, a reward at the end. Sorry, award. My bad. Um, and you can't earn anything in life without struggling for it. Nothing's for free. Nothing's handed to you. At the end of the day, if streams have taught me fucking anything, it's legit that in life, it's 10% what life throws at you, and 90% is how you fucking react to it. If you make a big deal about every single fucking thing and act so like dramatic, like it's the end of the fucking world, over every inconvenience, your life is going to be miserable. And things are going to seem like a mountain when it's a fucking molehill. So I think it's best to just react to things, you know, the best way you can. Optimism and just be like, yeah, shit happens. You know, fucking figure it out. Work your way through it. It's that easy. And things will get better. If you're going to focus on everything in a negative way, all you're going to see is negative. And life is just going to fucking be miserable. Yep. It's a fucking miserable experience. You know, and life's too short to be miserable. Absolutely. So, you know, I feel like you got to react to things better and things will definitely seem better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't see why people, you know, just take everything and treat it like it's the fucking end of the world. And it's just the slightest inconvenience. And I get it. Sometimes things add up and it just seems like everything's working against you. Mm -hmm. But the second you get into that poor me, the world fucking is against me shit kind of mentality my god things get real fucking bad it gets grim you know and it's like that's no way to be you're gonna overreact to every situation and when you overreact to bad situations they get much fucking worse you know yeah so i think people need to just calm the fuck down and just look at things and be like is it really that bad you know am i overreacting and i think you might find sometimes you really are and there are better ways to handle things and then you feel better because you're like, okay, I address that. It's like, ah, it's not that big a deal. And then things improve. And it's like, see, you notice the good. So then there's going to be good. There could be so much fucking good in life. But if you're not seeing it because you're too busy focusing on the negative, then you're really missing the point And you're making your own problems, to be honest. And I found with shrooms, like people fucking learn that pretty quick. That uh, a lot of our problems we kind of put on ourselves. We get stressed out because we choose to. We fucking treat things like it's such a big deal. And it's like, dude, it's a fucking few seconds inconvenience of your day. It's not the end of the world. It's not like fucking you're being picked on by the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And let's face it. If you have that poor me mentality, people are going to get sick of it really quick. They really do. I mean, I personally can't stand when someone constantly. So I try to catch myself from not doing it, complain about something over and over. It's like, please just stop. Yeah, I, 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 I cut ties with people like that pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. When every time you turn around, it's drama, drama, drama. Or fucking, negative, negative, poor me, poor me. Yeah, it's pretty bad, you know. It, it drains you. It really drains you and just brings you down. And, you know, it's not healthy. It's not, you know. And I've, like I said, I spent uh, several years dealing with that. And uh, I can't do it. 
you know, no. every little inconvenience. Oh, of course it's like this. Oh, the world hates me. Blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. I can't go back to dealing with that. No. Uh, no, thanks. Anyone that's like that, I just, I separate myself from. I can't do it. No. I, I'm sure the fucking world has more important things to do than just pick on you. You know, like, you're not the center of the fucking universe. And, you know, for anyone to feel that way, it's like, get over yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's kind of putting yourself on a pedestal there, no? You know, just a fucking tad bit, right? Yeah. So, I don't like it. and um, So, you know, I try to personally make sure I don't do that. If I do that, I, you know, I take a step back and be like, hold on. Don't go there and just calm down. Like, you know, just relax. Yeah. You know, um... No thanks. Like, yeah. <laughs> unnecessary drama and just negativity and complaining. It just brings people down, man. It does. And what good does it do? You know, it doesn't do anything for anybody. No. So I try to not do that. And if I catch myself doing that, I'm like, nope, let's correct that. Right. I don't need a fucking mood killer around. And I've dealt with that for far too long. And it was just not pleasant. It was exhausting, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's like a fucking energy vacuum. You know what I mean? Where it's like nothing you do makes the person happy. They're never fucking satisfied. And the second you correct something that they're whining about, fucking there's something else they're bitching about. That's mm -hmm. like, now this is a problem. And it's like, okay, you fix that too. Now this is a fucking problem. And then once it all comes out, finally it's, well, they're the problem. They aren't happy with themselves and... That's why, you know, it's like, well, I can't fucking do nothing about that now, can I? No. So, fuck, you know, like, I can't do that shit, man. I spent fucking too many years dealing with that, and it's just too much. Oh, for sure. So, I don't know. I mean, in terms of shrooms, I've not had a bad trip. I've had nothing but good experiences, and even if it was kind of heavy or whatever, it was in a positive way. It was like, you know, it, it opened me up to a lot of stuff. And I love it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't either myself, I have to say. The only real negative thing is, like, when I was walking, I was like, whoa, my body just felt so relaxed that my back just felt like... <laughs> it makes your legs feel really heavy. Yeah. Um, and that's a fucking crazy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I find, like, my floor tiles will look like they're moving. <laughs> it's super cool. Um, it's relaxing, honestly, because it looks like they're like moving almost like water, mm. you know, the design on them just kind of looks like it's moving. Yeah. And it's so cool. Cause you just stare at it and you're like, Whoa. And you just kind of don't want to look away from it. You just want to enjoy it. It's weird. Yeah. But you get really in depth with your thinking and, uh, it really mellows you out and it makes you feel at peace. Mm -hmm. And you know, I've always had some level of depression and shit, like anybody, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I've had a fucking crazy life, as people know. Yeah. And I know people are going to be like, well, what do you got so, to be so depressed about now? And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I get that. I do. Uh, you know, I think it's kind of under control now. But I still have my moments. You know? Yeah. Like, I've lost my son. That's going to fucking always be a depressing fucking thought of course and uh anyone that thinks otherwise obviously has not experienced that so uh you know when i fucking did shrooms i was like dude this is the first time in 37 fucking years that i can literally say i've had nothing bothering me at all i was at like 
just at peace. I was so at peace that I just laid on my couch just watching shit, laughing my ass off, and just so, like, content. It was almost like, you know, fucking just euphoria, you know what I mean? Like, you, like nothing is on your mind that is negative or bringing you down, and you just enjoy everything. Food tastes way better, and uh, you literally can taste, like, every ingredient of what you're eating, but mm-hmm. you don't want to eat a lot because mm-hmm. then you're like, ah, this sucks. I don't want to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I want to focus on good stuff and just enjoy what I'm doing and mm-hmm. whatever and you get heavy into thought and it's always good it's always like you just feel great mm-hmm. you know like you feel really happy yeah and at peace like finally nothing is bothering me nothing can bother me and none of that shit matters and it's just like this is fucking nice dude. <laughs> and, and I just I don't know man it carries on you know yeah. after the trip's over you just feel great it's like re-energizing you, you know? Absolutely. I mean, I noticed too. It's just like I said, I felt like I was in a bubble. I don't know about you, but I just felt so comfortable. And I'm like, I'm in my own little bubble. And I'm just so happy. And I just focus solely on things. Like, there's this painting in my place with, you know, it has these certain colors and that. And it's just, the colors just blended together. It was crazy. And I loved it. It's just it was comforting. I was just like, I want, I just textures. I found textures. I don't know about you. I'm very, I was very tactile. Like I had, I had a blanket on my couch I was sitting on and I was just touching it and just wanted textures around me. It was so weird. Yeah. I think that's like what I was saying about the cats with the cat fur. Yeah. Uh, me, gotta, it was, I had a blanket on the couch. It was fuzzy. So I was cats just are like, really soft. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and they say art while on streams is really intense. Like you get so into it. And uh, you just get really creative. And I'm already a creative motherfucker, so uh, doing art is something I want to do when I'm fucked up on shrooms. It's just like... See what you create. Yeah. And I mean, saying fucked up on shrooms is really, a like, for lack of a better way of putting it, because that's such an inaccurate term. You're, you're fully cognitive. You're aware of everything. Mm-hmm. If anything, you're more aware than you ever have been. And... Uh, you just your attention to detail on everything is fucking intense because you notice everything and you remember a lot of shit and it's really fucking like it enhances all of your your senses and shit mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool you know um so to do art like that they say it's probably one of the most enjoyable things you know and i love art so i get into it pretty heavy at, as it is right yeah so imagine me being on shrooms and doing my Copic marker thing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm curious to see what I would produce. I'm sure you produce something pretty freaking awesome. I think I want to do, like, comic art while I'm on shrooms. And yeah? And just really get into the comic colors and shit. I think that'd be fucking super cool. I think so. It would just be fun, <laughs> you know? And, like, retro stuff. Oh, God, yeah. Because then it just brings you back to childhood, which is pretty cool in itself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think art's just something I I fucking love anyway. Yeah. And if I'm on shrooms and I got all that shroom love, you know, (laughs) vibe going on, and I fall in love with art all over again, that's fucking awesome to me. Nothing wrong with that. Not at all. So, I mean, I think that's probably going to happen in the near future. I still got shrooms in the freezer. I'm going to do another fucking shroom tea in the next bit. I don't know when, but... Probably soon, when you really want to 
just unwind and just focus on to yeah, the detail you, of something. You can't do shrooms every day. No. Not in large quantities. No, no. Unless it, you're microdosing, as you said. Right. Because you don't want to fucking lose the effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, it, it's not good to get too immune. Um, it's actually nice just when you want to kind of meditate a little bit, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, you know... Um, I, th- I think, and I'm not advocating fucking to anybody that you should, like, go do shrooms or fucking any other substance for that matter. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if you're going to do it, it's one of the safe, it is the safest fucking, you know, substance you can do. Mm-hmm. So, you can't OD on fucking shrooms. No. You would probably puke before you even come close. Mm-hmm. Um, scientifically speaking, they said, like, you would have to eat enough that the only way it would kill you is you would have to eat so fucking many your stomach would explode Ugh. before the chemical did any harm to you. Well, and let's face it too, you'd be vomiting it up right. or whatever. Uh, and no, if you're not familiar with shrooms, let me be clear on this. It's not the move to like do some shrooms and then think you're going to go out and do all this shit in a couple hours and you'll be fine. It's not like weed. No. When you do shrooms, that fucking trip will last like eight hours mm-hmm. minimum. So, you know, you got to plan your fucking day accordingly mm-hmm. and do the shit when you're like in a good place. You got to fucking be in a good environment where you feel safe, be yep. around good people mm-hmm. and not have to be anywhere like the next day. I mean, a lot of people have a trip sitter, mm-hmm. uh, as we call it, where it's like you have someone there to mellow you out and calm you down. If you're having a bad trip to let you know everything's mm-hmm. going to be fine. I do it by my fucking self. I don't rely on anybody. So, like, I don't give a fuck. I'll do it with my cats, man. (laughs) Those are my trip sitters. You know what I'm saying? And I never have a bad trip. Um, I'm fucking... And I'm terrible because you know me. I've got this bad habit of, like... um, I look for oblivion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I will constantly shoot for a little more and a little more and a little more until I, like, really trip. Mm -hmm. And it's just who I am. Um it's a fucked up part of my personality but it also kind of double-edged sword on the other side of the coin it's why i became successful because i fucking could not stop you know accomplishing shit so it kind of works that way too yeah it's just that's why i'm glad i was never into drugs and shit because i would probably fucking just be terrible and i know that Mm -hmm. and i never had any interest in that crap so all the power to you like i said weed's not a drug it's a fucking plant so are shrooms. It has great benefits. And uh, shrooms, same deal. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's fucking a game changer for, for sure. If you respect it, it will it'll be good to you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I promise you. And you will find your moods elevate. You'll be in a better mood. Your depression and shit will start to fade. Anxiety. Here's the thing. Here's what happens with that. Like, people are like, how the fuck's it cure anxiety and whatever. Really what it does is it gives you an understanding of what triggers anxiety. I don't have anxiety, but I know people that do. Mm -hmm. So it gives you um, an awareness of what your triggers are, and it makes you understand why those things are your triggers and why Mm -hmm. that triggers you. And then by having that knowledge, you feel more in control. So then you can, like, control how you feel about those triggers. And it really kind of is like, really? That's why it triggers me? Fuck that. That's nonsense. And you kind of, you know, control it. And you tell yourself, there's no reason that should trigger me. And it kind of gives you that confidence that you can keep it under control. And you control the anxiety, not the other way around. 
and eventually it just kind of dissipates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same with depression. It just kind of, like I said, it fucking starts to repair damaged brain cells and shit that may be linked to the depression. And, uh, again, making things that we overcomplicate simple again, I think, really alleviates stress, which alleviates a lot of the depression. Uh, you feel more in tune with things. You don't feel so isolated and alone. Yeah. And alienated, and uh, I think that's really why people feel depressed in the first place, is they feel like they're by themselves. They could be in a room full of people and feel alone completely, and uh, this kind of fixes that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I think, you know, if you're going to do something, that would be what you should do. It's better than alcohol. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's better than any fucking drugs. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's benefits to it. Just be safe about it if you're going to fucking do it. Absolutely. Like you said, you know, one thing for sure is to know where you're getting your shrooms from. Yeah, make sure you're not getting it from, like, the sketch bag down the street from you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, a friend of, like, ten other friends, you know, down the line where, like, your buddy knows a guy that knows, like, a guy that knows, like, a, another guy kind of shit. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up, you know. You don't know what you're going to get. Your buddy knows a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy behind Seven Eleven <laughs> that, like, you yeah. know. Has some questionable fucking shit in his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know. either. There are low-key dispensaries that you can order from off the internet, and uh, they do pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they do fine work, and uh, they stand by their products. So that's what I do, and I think it's good shit. Mm-hmm. Start off small if you're going to do it at all. Um, don't fucking, you know, give it an hour. And if you don't feel much, then you can kind of slowly titrate. Go, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But don't overdo it because it's it's crazy, and it will hit you pretty heavy. Yeah. And uh, just enjoy it if you're gonna do it. Do it with a positive mindset and be happy about it and uh, understanding, and just basically make your intent that you want to at least have a good trip. And I think everything else will fall in place. Absolutely. If you're going through a breakup or anything sad, like I said, don't fucking do it. It's not going to elevate your mood. It's going to fucking actually exacerbate what you're feeling because it wants you to explore um, what you're what you're feeling, right? And understand. Right. And a lot of people view that as just a negative trip and they don't like it. And then you'll never want to touch the stuff again. So uh, keep in mind that... Um, there's people that are like, oh, I want to, I want a trip. I want the full experience. I want to see things. I want to hallucinate and shit, but I also want to control my trip. It does not work that way. The idea of shrooms is to not have control. The trip is controlling everything because it wants you to see things. It wants you to understand things. It wants to take you on a little journey kind of deal of, you know, enlightenment. Basically, it's a spiritual thing, believe it or not. And, uh, you know, it's not like weed where you just want to sit and giggle at shit and fucking, you know, it's going to make, right, it's going to make you laugh. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to put you in a great fucking mood. And if you're feeling euphoria, you're probably going to do a lot of laughing, mm-hmm. but it's not like mindless giggling like a fucking idiot over, you know, the stupidest things, right? It's, it's just, you're super happy and, uh, but it's going to take you on some spiritual fucking trips. And I've had some heavy fucking ones mm. regarding my son who passed. And, uh, man, that was heavy. That was deep. Um, that's personal. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to get too into it. But no. it, let's just say it was cleansing, to say the least. It fucking was cathartic. 
and much needed. So, um, and then I started to feel a lot of other things too, you know, um, down to, you know, sometimes how you've maybe hurt people, uh, with the things you say or the way you say it or something, and then you feel terrible, but like, it's a cleansing thing where you, you feel their pain and it's like, now I understand, you know, and you feel bad for it. And that's to me how you truly cleanse your soul is by legitimately feeling bad for something to that deep of a level that it hurts you um i think that's very cleansing yeah because uh, you can't forgive yourself if you don't truly see how you've done something terribly wrong mm-hmm. you know or how it's affected somebody even if it didn't seem like a big deal to you it, it could be something as simple as like you kind of your tone was off with somebody or you got a little agitated yeah uh or whatever towards that person for no fucking reason and uh, you think nothing of it, you go on about your day, and you think how oh, they'll get over it. But no, man, it, you'll focus on shit like that, and you'll like actually feel what they felt, and you'll feel terrible that you caused that. And you take it on yourself like it happened to you, and you kind of go through that pain, and you come out the other side of it like, now I get it. Yeah. And uh, you, you just try to be better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. I think that's super important. Absolutely. So, you know, even things like that, don't view it as a negative trip. View that as, like, you're bettering yourself. You know, your eyes are now open to your own actions, and, you know, I think it's so important. Absolutely. It's going to hit you heavy, and it's going to make you feel terrible sometimes. But for your own good, uh, and I'm not saying that scare people off (laughs) of, you know, the shit. It's actually very good, because then you come out of it in a better mood, because you got all of that out of your system. You got it, you know, you went through it and you're like, oh, I get it now. And now I know how to be, you know, how to have a happier life, basically. And be a better person. Right. So nothing wrong with that at all. No. You know, I think that's fucking great. That's invaluable. Like, there's no price tag you put on that. No, absolutely not. The dispensaries will put a price tag on that. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But, you know. I mean, and hey. I mean, maybe you could find some of them in the woods, but I don't recommend it. There's a lot of poisonous mushrooms and that, unless you know what you're doing, you know. Yeah. Stick to the people that know what they're doing. I don't even know why you would fucking suggest that, because there's going to be that one, you know, paste eater that's like, oh, fucking, I see shrooms outside. (laughs) Well, my aunt loves mushrooms, like the regular kind. I don't think she's into those kind, and she goes in the woods and collects it and that, and hey, all the power to you. But I'm just saying. Just stick to the people that know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's a specific type of shrooms, and there's many species of them. Which is quite fascinating, actually. But please, for the love of fuck, don't... Go you out know, in the woods and pick a mushroom and eat it. Don't fucking get a big container out and fill it with lemon juice and throw a fucking portobello in there. <laughs> and then I think that you're going to get fucked up or something. It doesn't work that way. No. Sorry. You're not going to get them at your grocery store. It's not the same shit. And I know y'all know that. I'm just having fun with you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, trust me. If you get them from a good source and you are respectful of them, you'll have a good time. Yeah, absolutely. So. I know people that said that they've done them and it literally did fuck all for them. Mm. And again, that could happen. The potency could be way off. Uh, it could be just trash. It could be somebody that thought they knew what they were doing when growing them, cultivating or, them, but yeah. they didn't know fucking shit. <laughs> or maybe medications the person's on. Yes, yes, that's a big one. If you're on like any kind of antipsychotics or shit like that, they literally like 
fucking cancel out yeah so you'll feel nothing Mm -hmm. so be mindful of the medications you're on and um never mix things without uh doing your research at Mm -hmm. least and don't mix with alcohol right i i wouldn't because alcohol is a depressant and it could bring down your trip or even lead to a bad trip Mm -hmm. i i wouldn't some people like doing it some people find like say a glass of wine or a beer uh, they really enjoy the flavor of it I'll tell you right now, just a little fucking pro tip. Fresh fruits, like berries and shit, when you're fucking tripping, is like heaven in your mouth, dude. Mm. It is just the most delicious thing you've ever had. And I don't know if it's because of the nature aspect of it all or what, but you just really appreciate fresh berries and shit. Any specific types? I like raspberries, personally. Mm. Um, That's just my personal shit. And blackberries are really good. Oh, but I would imagine, you know, blueberries. Any fresh fruit, really. Yeah, but I would imagine, like, blueberries, cherries, shit like that. Anything that's, like, juicy like that especially, mm. I, I think it's just something about it. You can't get enough of it, and it just makes you extremely happy. <laughs> um, but again, it's nature, right? It's a nature appreciating nature, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's what shrooms are really about, is connecting us with nature again and uh, realizing the damage that we can do. Yeah. And... Uh, Kind of being aware of ourselves and our fuck-ups and shit. Mm. And also our good points, you know, and our capabilities. And it really kind of teaches you to stop doubting yourself. Yeah. And uh, I think that's cool. Absolutely. I mean, I definitely, in the next little bit, want to have a little more myself. So, and just enjoy and relax. You know, they're they're awesome. I love them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if I feel like I'm slipping into a... A territory of a little bit of a shittier mood or whatever, I top up a little bit, a little microdose. And what I mean by microdosing is like it's not enough to trip. You're just taking a small amount that just kind of enhances your your uh, mood and um, enhances everything really, taste wise. Like when you taste things, you taste it better. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear things a little better. You understand things a little more. But you're not going to see things, and yeah. you're not going to fucking hallucinate and have that mega trip Mm -hmm. so sometimes you just want to like top up a little bit with a little micro dose just to kind of put a little pep in your fucking step you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and uh give you a little attitude of gratitude (laughs) and i dig it so um i'm good with both yeah you know uh but sometimes i do just like to fucking trip you know yeah and uh have that tea i use uh oh by the way caffeine don't use caffeine and it cancels out the uh the effects so use caffeine free tea Mm -hmm. and any kind of like berry tea is really good with it Mm -hmm. um that's what i do and uh it's fucking complimentary and yeah you can eat shrooms as is but it takes a longer time for them to kick in and the taste is kind of yeah i don't mind it but i've tasted better yeah (laughs) um don't mix it with food because it really makes it hard for your body to absorb it so empty stomach empty stomach is wise and then if you want to eat after a lot of people make the mistake too they say they get nauseous if they eat first and then do the shit i've never experienced the nausea um i felt it maybe once and it was like oh but when i ate i felt better so for me it was just i think too much of an empty empty stomach and mm-hmm. it was just like okay it's time to eat and uh, i felt pretty good so it it made the nausea go away and it wasn't nausea like oh i'm gonna puke it was just like oh that don't feel good like an upset stomach almost, almost like you you feel like you know that beginning stage of like 
vomiting, but you're not going to at all, and you know you're not, mm-hmm. it's not even that close. It's just that weird feeling, right? Yeah. So then you just put something in your stomach, and you feel great. So no big deal. But other people, it affects differently, of course. Everybody's trip is different, so don't expect a certain thing. It's not one size fits all. No, everyone's going to react differently. So, anyways, let's wrap this shit up because uh, we're getting the go home queue now. We're hitting that hour mark. Uh, you got anything to add before we go? Mm, no, I don't actually. All right, cool. Well, like I said, man, I'm not advocating that anybody tries any substances, especially not if you're not old enough. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do it, do it safely, man, and do the right ones and things that are actually healthy for you, beneficial to you. And uh, nature is nature, bro. Absolutely. And be respectful of it. That's right. And none of this fucking uh, chemical crap that you don't know who made it or fucking what they did to it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, man, I'll catch your asses later. Thanks for bearing with us with this whole scheduling thing. And we're going to try our best to kind of get back on track here. But it's been tough. Yep, for with sure. filming. Uh-huh. So I'll keep you guys updated on what's going on with the documentary and how close we're getting and shit, too. We'll see you next time. Have a good one, guys. Take care.